Sarah's not. Oh, it's not even work. <laughs> this is a whoa, Kusamano. Sicilians. They're young, wild, and free. <laughs> Welcome to episode four of the Foul Vine podcast, where everything wine and baseball is in fair territory. Today, we will be discussing the championship series matchups and also reviewing the World Series matchup, Phillies versus Astros. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth. Uh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I said, big paper, I increase my wealth. Huh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, welcome to episode four of the Foul Vine podcast, where everything wine and baseball is in fair territory. Today, we will be discussing the championship series matchups and also reviewing the World Series matchup, Phillies versus Astros. We pause now for a quick ASMR update. All right, today's wine is the Cusamano Nero Davila, not to be... Um, confused with Dr. Cusimano, next door neighbor of Tony Soprano. Um, the Nero Davila is a Sicilian wine. It's actually a grape grown in Sicily. Uh, we're going to kick off the end of Italian American Heritage Month with a very underrated wine, in my opinion. Uh, you might say it is the Jeff McNeil of wines. Cheers, Sarah. Grab a glass and join us. Red wine that's good for my health. Uh. Alrighty. Sarah, what do you think of the Nero Davila? I love it. It's quite tasty. You poured me a hefty glass, um, which thank Only you. Only hefty glasses here. Mm. Tastes good. I re- I'm tasting a little tart. Is that right? Should I be? Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, it's definitely a bolder more full-bodied wine so you know it's a wine that you're it's meant to be sipped over a longer period of time um i I get like a lot of maybe pepper or licorice with also some dark fruits maybe yeah like a plum the legs are long i just did a little swirly johnny legs look long they stay there for a while it's good. It's tasty. I definitely recommend it. Why did you pick this wine again? So, yeah, we're, we're kicking off the end of Italian American Heritage Month. Sure. Shout out Anthony Rizzo, <laughs> Joey Gallo. No. Um, it is, I, I really like Nero Davila. I think it's a very underrated wine. Um, doesn't get as much hype as it should. Um, it's a Sicilian wine. The Nero Davila is, is native to Sicily. Um, and Sicily is very dry. Okay. It rarely gets any rain. And it's in the southern part of Italy. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. Just yep. for those. Very yeah, bottom no. of Italy. Yep. Um, and actually this wine, the Cusamano, um, from what I read, um, the winery is owned by two brothers. Cool. Um, outside of Palermo, which I believe is the biggest city in Sicily. Okay. Um, and 
the Nero Davolo grapes are typically grown at higher elevations. Um, Sicily is known for its mountains, its volcanoes. Okay. Uh, because it's so dry, growing the uh, grapes at a higher altitude um, above sea level, you get that cooling effects of the high of the high altitude and from the sea. Right. That w- helps the ripening process of the grape. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, it's it's definitely a more full-bodied wine. It's it's drier. Um, it's really good with pasta or beef. That's what's for dinner tonight here. Absolutely. At my household. So perfect addition. And it sounds like you've had this wine before. It sounds like a go-to for you. Is that what you say? I when I see Nero Davolo on a menu, I I often get it. Um, I don't think I've had this exact bottle before, which is fun, <laughs> but. Um, I do like Nero Davila a lot. Um, I actually had it when I was in Italy. That's the first Ooh, time I had it. Ooh, humble brag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I highly recommend it to the wine lovers out there. Nice. It, this bottle especially is very cool. It has a, a glass stopper. It's not corked. Yeah, um, I was trying glass. to uncork it. Sarah was <laughs> laughing because I was like, why can't, why isn't this cork going in? And then I took the wrapper off and I realized that it wasn't an actual cork. It's like a glass stopper. I've never seen that on a wine bottle pr- before. Pretty cool. Good job, Kusumano. All right. Well, cheers. This is what we'll be drinking throughout today's episode. Salute. And we'll get back to you later with our rating. So today, do a little review of the championship series. It was giving me all the feels. Yeah. It really was. And then go to the World Series preview. Let's do it. All right. Grab a glass and come along with us. All oh. right. Which one do we start with? Yeah, do we get do the we Do we get the big one out of the way first? Sure. They're both big. They're both like, big, but one had a little bit more drama just because Philly, man, who would have thunk it? Yeah, so we're obviously audio only. Um, I'm wearing my Phillies hat right now. <laughs> I'm owning it. I've been, as I've said on the other few podcasts, I haven't been the biggest believer in Philly. Yeah. I'm a believer now. I'm all in. Go fightings. A little late, don't you think? Yeah, well, better late than never. <laughs> I guess, yeah. There's one Pennsylvania team in, in it, so got to root for them, I guess. I, on the other hand, am rooting for Houston. I have friends who still work there. Um, shout out to Astros PD and Astros Strength and Conditioning. I'm going to root for them. I just think they're so freaking dominant. But back to the championship series, sorry. Yeah, so we'll start with Phillies Astros. No, Phillies. Uh, or not Phillies Astros, sorry. Yeah. Phillies Padres. Yeah, Phillies dads. Um, <laughs> what did you think? Did you watch a lot of I, the games? I did. I watched a lot of the games. It was really fun. It was mm-hmm. really exciting series. I mean, no, I mean, Bryce Harper's made for this. He's been made for this. Is he him? He is him. Okay. The haters, the doubters, they have nothing left to say. This is why he signed with Philly. He, this is his first fall classic appearance after all this time in the big leagues. I'm very happy for him. I also think it's not just him, though. It's the whole club that's surrounding him. It's Reese Hoskins, it's Stott, it's the bullpen. Also, at this time, of the, we see this every year. It doesn't matter what your record is at the end of the year. Whoever is hot and whoever has momentum yeah. goes far in October. Whoever believes. And we're seeing it. I think the Phillies had the least amount of wins out of all the playoffs team, like 87, I believe, this year. 
Um, and you know, I've seen a lot of stuff online complaining about the added playoff teams and how the best teams aren't in a championship series. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that argument. Uh, you know, we have two, we had two very fun teams in the NLCS in San Diego and Philly. We need playoff baseball in Philadelphia every single year. (laughs) It's an electric factory. I was talking to my girlfriend last night who was, who's from Philadelphia and I'm seeing all these videos of broad street. I said, how long does it take it to get this Philly? Because I want to be on Broad Street right now. Seriously. It was pretty cool. Did you see people climbing up poles? They They're... grease them too. The grease does not stop Philadelphians. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know they greased the yeah. poles before. Whoa. Yeah, they did that before the Eagle Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They they had people out in the streets like greasing the poles during the morning. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy scene. I'm really happy for the city. Happy again for Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins. I mean, the entire... Phillies team they are the only ones who really believe that they could actually get this far and they did it I'm happy for Bryce I mean you know he left Washington where he was drafted to in free agency he got a big conch 13 years 330 I believe with Philly and then he watched them the next year win the World Series yeah against the Astros I'm happy for him I'm happy he's here I think he's a very likable um player I, he has been playing hurt um DHing. yeah um and he has 18 hits in the postseason that's he's stepping up i mean he, yeah. big time players make big time plays in big time games and, and in the best time to score right that home run came in the bottom of the eighth when you're the home team that is the best time to get ahead when they only have three outs left and that at bat was i mean it, like they said it was a master class in hitting right what he was doing up there, the pitches he fouled off, he was just waiting for his pitch. He was. Um, he, yeah, I, I don't think they wanted to go back to San Diego. Yeah. They wanted to end it right there. I mean, why not take advantage of that crowd? Um, he also said something today, which I, I like thinking about, you know, being at the plate in those big situations from a mental perspective, mm-hmm. which is big. Um, you know, I think someone asked him, you know, what was his thought process? Was he thinking, I can't get out, I can't strike yeah, out? Ken He's, Rosenthal asked him. Yes, he said, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I, I'm more so focusing on how grateful I am to be in this position, and I'm just going to, you know, live each pitch one at a time. Mm, I thought that was such advice. a mature approach. Um, you know, he's, he's very advanced Phil for the plate. He's I, grown I, a lot. He's grown a lot, yeah, for sure. I also want to give a shout-out to Rob Thompson, Topper, as they call him. Yeah, I was just going to say, he also got an extension. um, He's going to be there a while. Yeah. He is. I mean, you know, you think of, like, the former coaches that have been there a while, Larry Boa, Charlie Manuel. He's going to be there a while. He was with the Yankees for 30 years, and I hear from CeCe Sabathia's podcast how much players loved him. He should be the Yankees manager right now. I'm not. We'll go into that. We don't have to go into that. Someone's better. I am very bitter. Uh, he did. He he left that year when the Yankees hired Boone, and he came to Philly with Joe Girardi and Kay Long, who's the hitting coach for the Phillies now. Yep. Um, but you know, they're on paper. This team has holes, and I, I just think he, they players want to play for him, and he's. He's brought a spark to that clubhouse. I w- was one of many saying that firing Joe Girardi wasn't going to Excuse me. wasn't going to solve the problems they had because they do have problems defensively. 
I think Topper has gotten the most out of all his guys, and I, I, I don't think people. There's not a number that can, that can value, what he's doing in that clubhouse. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I am a little nervous for them to face the Astros, though. They just look so dominant, but they have the big mo. They have the momentum. They do. Uh, you know what? Also, Sarah, I was nervous for them to face the Braves because I think the Braves are dominant on paper, too. More so than the Astros? Or um, just different? Yeah, they won different the World way. Series last year, and I think yeah. they're a better team this year than they were last year. Yeah, which for is sure. wild. They have their best player back. They, have, they got contributions from... Young players are going to be part of the organization for a while. Yeah, I didn't think the Phillies had a chance against them. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you go down to Houston. I think Philly needs to take one. We'll we'll get into that okay. in a little bit. But okay. I, I I'm not counting them out. I I I counted them out enough this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what's working for them. Maybe you should keep counting them out so they'll win. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the dreaded ALCS. Scotty, your Yankees. Quick ASMR break. Before I have to talk about the Yankees. <laughs> Pouring yourself a hefty glass. No, I'm good. Thanks. You've already <laughs> poured me enough. <laughs> All righty. So, Yankees Astros. Where do we did begin? You get, did you already get your brooms out from the closet? Did you sweep no, around? No, no, I didn't do that. A I perfect postseason so far for the Astros. Yeah. They have you know not they've, lost they've been in good, like, they've had breaks, like, from the ALDS. Yeah. Um, you know, their pitchers haven't like Dusty's managed the bullpen and the rotation perfectly. That's the only thing I'd be worried about next, but you know, let's talk about what they did against the Yankees and how they did what they They did. They didn't make mistakes and they took advantage of the Yankees. Many mistakes. They don't make mistakes defensively. Um, they were able to neutralize a lot of the Yankees big bats judge, especially. Um, and I think, I think that right there is an example why judge is a unanimous MVP this year, because without judge this, we saw this team can't win. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a lot of value to that team this year with how unbelievable of a year he had. Um, so yeah, their bullpen was strong. I got strong starts from Javier, from Framber, from Verlander, from to Lance last night. Yeah. I would say Lance not, you know, only coming into the end of the season, I wouldn't say he had a really good start. I think he had a start that he needed to have. but mm. He did enough to win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. But that was really on his offense helping him out, mm. more so than him having a dominant start. Um but think of all of this perfect postseason the Astros dominating and Jose Altuve struggling yeah. through all of this. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's getting picked up from, you know, Pena, um, Chaz McCormick. Shout Love out Chaz it. McCormick, Chaz. who actually is from Philly, went, played uh, D2 baseball at Millersville. He's a good guy, too. And people counted yeah. him out. Even Astros PD personnel counted him out. He's he's Look done very well. I He... Uh, he had two big home runs this series. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. Even, Alvarez didn't do much this series either. No, he had a big uh, base running mistake mm-hmm. as well after he hit that double um, in Game Four, but the Yankees just couldn't capitalize. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> at the end of the day, like you're not going to win a series against a team this good when 
you don't know who your shortstop is day day in and day out. Yeah. Um, when you have Josh Donaldson batting fifth. <laughs> Tell me how you 15 really. Fifteen Ks in twenty two at bat, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, listen. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. And like that, I think that's like the definition of Boone's tenure this year or mm. season so far. I I don't know what like yeah Donaldson's been um, decent in the field. Uh, I wish would have I would have much rather had Gio Urshela this year. Um, without a doubt. Without a like this trade, the trade this offseason with that sent Gary and Gio to the Twins for Josh and IKF might go down as one of the worst trades of Brian Cashman's career. Wow. If not the worst. Let the record show. They and then to pour salt in the wound, you know, the better defensive shortstop, Oswald Peraza, their top prospect, they barely played all throughout September. They started him game two or three, I can't remember. Um, but then they they throw him in in like the eighth inning last yeah. night. I'm like, are you serious? How can you expect results out of someone you're I, just, it's just just yeah. a little bit ridiculous? And there's got to be serious changes coming next year, or well, what do you think? Like, how do they bring back Boone? For this year and not bring him back for next year he, they did better this year you know what i'm saying like how can you be yeah listen i think i think they might have stolen a game or two if they had dj and benintendi like yeah. I, they did have a lot of key guys out chad green michael yeah. king and the bullpen like people don't realize how many people they had out i'm not making excuses but mm, they had you. a lot of guys <laughs> out they really did um and it showed, but at the same time, you're the Yankees. Someone like there needs to be change here. You, you, they've lost, I think, five straight ALCSs that they've been in. Um, you haven't been in the World Series since 2009. That's not the Yankee way. Yeah, I, I, I think not. I think someone needs to be held accountable. Who? I think I think Cashman and Boone need to be held okay. accountable. I don't think Steinbrenner will do it. His dad would have. Yeah, but. I, I think they need serious change. Okay, so you're calling for both Boone and Cashman to get Absolutely. the boot. Absolutely. Who do you want? Who would you see as the next GM or manager? Besides you're yourself, laugh. you're gonna <laughs> laugh. You're gonna laugh. Honestly, I th I see Derek Jeter playing a key Ooh. role in the next front office. He made a comment when he came back where he said, "I I will be seeing you guys more very soon," which kind of like left Spicy. a lot of speculation. Yeah. Um, I don't know if GM, maybe like a front, an advisor of some sort or, yeah. you know, um, special assistant or something. president role like he had in Miami, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, they need a young, like Neander from the Rays. Yeah. Bring back, bring Theo Epstein. I don't know if he'll, do, if he'll ever join the Yankees, but, uh, yeah. um, they do need a fresh mind in the front office and then at manager, they need my ideal candidate would have been Rob Thompson, yeah. like a guy who's been there. Um, I've seen some people float around the idea of Don Mattingly. I don't know if that. He's not is the going best. back to Miami. He's not going back to Miami. I don't know if that's the best option, but um, you know, I I really like the Mets hire of Buck Walter this year. I thought he would have been a good fit for the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of run out of town in '95 when they brought in Joe Torre, but um, I think he's a good manager. Would you uh, ever bring Girardi back? Uh, I don't. 
I, I was at the beginning of the year, I was like advocating for Joe, but, um, cause I, he got to game six or seven in 2017 yeah. and then got fired afterwards. Like he performed a lot better than Boone did. did, but, um, I don't, his tenure in Philly just ended so poorly. I, True. I, I don't know if, if, if he's going to be managing again, but I like Joe a lot. Yeah. We're a big fan of the Joes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Houston though. They're the ones they did it. Speaking of managers, Dusty Baker. I'm definitely pulling for Dusty. Maybe not for the Astros <laughs> as a whole, but uh, I'm just pulling for a good series. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, you know, it, there's some really good guys on this Houston uh, team. You know, Alvarez, Pena, like that next era of Astros totally. you really want to root for. So I really do. And most of them are good guys. Like, I, kn- I know them. I worked with them. I think they're great. Um, yeah. I'm. I have... I have Houston in six. I have Philly in seven. Okay. I'm not doubting them anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they're, um, I think they're ready for the, I, I think they're ready for the challenge. I, I didn't think they had a chance against, against Atlanta. I didn't think they would beat St. Louis. I didn't think they'd beat San Diego. I, <laughs> the boys are popping. They're, yeah. They're going. The boys so, are buzzing. They're buzzing. So, um, I'm just not counting them out in any situation. I do think Houston's on paper. I think every a lot of teams in the playoffs are on paper are a lot better than the Phillies, but the hot team wins in October, November. Yeah, you're you're here for red October. I'm here for red October. I'm here for orange October, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just I just think they're so dominant. Like I said, I have friends in the front office. I'm rooting for them. I want them to win. The the I tweeted this, but I'll say this here. I think the Astros PD, regardless of the outcome of the World Series, deserves their own parade. Mm. What they do there is unreal. The players that they churn out year in, year in, year in and year out is unbelievable. Like, most of the kids in the playoffs, a lot of them came from Houston. It's kind of wild. I think I was texting you the other night about this. Um, when we were with the Mets in 2017, you know, the 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 rookie league teams, the GCL teams, they all play, you play depending on the region you're in, in Florida, right? So like the Mets played the Astros, Nationals, Cardinals, Marlins. So we saw the Astros a lot down in Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. West Palm Beach. West Palm, yeah. (laughs) Um, And thinking of the players that were on the Astros GCL team at that point, or in extended spring training, you know, around the complex, Patrick Sandoval, Who's not with the Astros anymore, but with very the Angels, good pitcher. Major yeah. League pitcher. Yeah, one of the best changeups in baseball right now. Yeah. Um, they had Christian Javier. I saw a lot of him. Um, Jordan Alvarez, like um, Abraham Toro, who's with the Mariners now. Like, yeah. they just develop guys that you know maybe you don't see on the top of twenty of a prospect list, but they're just very uh, solid above average major league players it's year in and year out they're yep. bringing guys up Chas mccormick exactly jeremy pena university jeremy of pena. maine like so jeremy pena wasn't usually you replace a carlos correa with like you know your top o'neill cruz yeah right right jeremy pena had a much better year than o'neill cruz and wasn't i don't think he maybe was a on a top 50 prospect list I think he was a very good minor league player for the in the Astros organization, but they had a lot of confidence in him. And I, I, th- I remember reading before the year that you know, people outside the organization were like, didn't expect much, 
but the Astros were very confident in him, and there's a reason for that. Yeah. So it's it's year in and year out. Pitchers too, Luis Garcia, Javier. Urquidi. Urquidi. Urquidi, yeah. That's a hard name to say. Um, McCullers even came up through the organization. I mean, he's yeah. been there a little bit longer, but yeah, it's they're they're one of the best. Them, the Cardinals, produce. the Rays, like. Yeah, it is Mike Elias too. He's not with the Orioles. He drafted a lot of the guys that you're seeing on the field today. So keep that in mind for years to come. The Orioles, they know what they're doing because they, most of them did it with Houston. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you have Astros in six. Yes. I have Phillies in seven, so I like it. We're not agreeing completely here. Yes. I know I, I changed up my prediction from <laughs> last time, but um, I think it will have some competition here. Yeah. Dragon rights. You might get a little uh, live content for the people you may be going to a World Series game. Yeah, potentially going to Game Three in Philly. Not a big I'll be deal. in Philadelphia for the Steelers Eagles game this weekend. So oh, okay, dope. Um, we'll see. Maybe might have to walk down Broad Street. Hopefully, uh, the Phillies are have gotten a game or two by then. So yeah, what do you think? So you think what do you have? Phillies in seven. They. Yeah, I think it'll be a seven. I think it'll be a seven-game series. I think Philly's gonna fight. I don't think Philly can lose in Philadelphia. Okay, hot take. Yeah, I really don't. Like, I I would not want to play there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play there either. But Astros, I mean, they they swept the Yankees and they took the series in New York and yeah. places you don't want to play. You know, that's one of them. But the Yankees weren't as hot as the Phillies true, were. True, true. Philly, the Yankees like just got by Cleveland. Yeah. Um, you know, of course you have an intense atmosphere in the Bronx, but uh Phillies are hot. The I, I feel like every night there's a game there, it's it gets more and more intense. Yeah. Um You're ringing the bell. Yeah, I'm ringing the bell. <laughs> All right. And um I got my Colt 45. That's that's who I'm repping. Nice. Yeah. So um next week yep we can maybe we'll probably record middle of the week it'll probably be by game four or five yeah depending on where we're at in the series we'll probably talk about the series and then um we might talk about some arizona fall league action definitely get you a little uh prospect pop pop line coming your way yeah we'll have to see who's um showing out in the uh arizona fall league and kind of review what the Arizona Fall League is all about. So yep. and then get into off season planning for each team. You know, you got qualifying offer, um highest ever been that just came out today. A lot of managerial changes and GM changes, front office changes. So um we'll yeah, get more into more to come as the weeks go by. Exactly. So. Hot stove is heating up. So should we do our 2080 wine scale let's do it okay okay let me let me take one bit last sip of this and really give you my true rating. In the glass i've had two <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've had one it's really good and i so i rated my 19 crimes pretty high i gave it a 65 nice only because I think it's so palatable for everyone. Where mm-hmm. this one, I don't think everyone's going to love it. Yeah. But I personally love it. So, I don't know. I'll give it, I want to say a 65 as well. I think it's on okay. par with the 19 Crimes. But it's for people with a little bit more, 
you know, more, of a more unique taste. Yeah. In their wine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, like I, it isn't for everybody. It's definitely drier. It's a more full bodied wine. Yeah. Um, not everyone likes, um, a super dry wine like this. Um, I am going to have to agree with you. I'm going 65 too. Oh, this nice. is really good. Like I love Nero Davila. Highly recommend it to everybody. Um, uh, my, unique t- i have a unique taste like you were trying to explain <laughs> i love a very dry wine yeah i like a wine that i can sip over like a glass that i can sip over a long period of time like while watching a playoff game <laughs> or um, recording a podcast <laughs> um i really enjoy um narrow davila and this one especially i haven't had this one yet it's really good bottle. i'm definitely gonna have another glass over some pasta yeah yeah um so if you're in a wine store, look for Narodava, Sicilian wine. Um, Send us your wine recs. What do we drink next? Should we yeah. keep on this red train? We love reds. Or should we go to white? Should we go to rosé? What do you want us to review? What do you want us to drink? Let us know. I'm down to try anything. I'm not a big white white wine drinker, but I'm down to try anything. So, yeah, definitely DM us yeah. at the Foul Vine. Twitter, Instagram, and we also have an email if you have feedback if you have suggestions anything recommendations just a nice little note to say hi to scotty mo and sarah the foul vine at gmail.com yeah so until next week yeah enjoy we don't have a game until friday so enjoy this downtime listen to the podcast maybe re-listen to some old episodes get out a wine glass and subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe <laughs> you, know, <laughs> exactly. you know the deal leave a review <laughs> <laughs> cheers out there everyone salute <laughs> Intro music by Jordan Montgomery and Driving Well Black Records. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth. Uh, red wine that's good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I said, big paper, I increase my wealth. Huh, red wine that's good for my health. Uh. 